welcome to Virtually Unbreakable, where we inspire you to live happier and more fulfilling lives. My name is Ella and I'm your host. Today's topic is why being married is good for you. I am pleased to have you here with me, so sit back, relax and enjoy this episode. So today we are talking about marriage and why being married is good for us. Um, so before we get married, many of us often wonder how can a simple piece of paper um, make any difference yet um, or, or more so introduce really positive and powerful changes to our life long term. Well, um, something about marriage as a social institution, a shared aspiration and, and a public vow has the power to change our lives. So we will explore this topic in more detail today. Um, I think um, it's fair to say that married household, uh, households have twice the talent, twice the time and twice the labor pool of single people. And because marriage is a powerful um, partnership uh, for a whole life that is backed by family, community, um, our, often our religious values, marriage can do what economic partnerships don't, which is give us a greater, bigger sense of meaning and purpose to our life. And married people are both responsible for um, uh, themselves as well as responsible for another human being. And often they create family units together, um, which leads to more responsible, more fruitful and more purposeful, satisfying lives. And as many of us know, marriage, of course, protects the children. But there is also another important to make case for marriage um, that is equally significant, um, which is something we perhaps don't often think about. And that is that marriage is a very powerful creator um, of human and social capital for both adults and children. And it's about as important as education when it comes to promoting health wealth and well-being of adults and of communities. And many people, like I said, don't really think about it that way. But um, we also, I think it's also important to highlight that we live in times where we overestimate the likelihood that the divorce will lead to positive changes in our lives and a greater happiness. And that is very often very far from the truth. So one thing is for sure, it's not good for a man or not good for a woman to be alone for a long period of time. And in virtually every way possible, social scientists today can measure and do measure that often married people do much better than the unmarried people or divorced people. They live longer they live healthier and happier and more affluent lives. So this is why we're talking about this today uh, to highlight this important topic. So how can this make such a big difference? Well, 
let's move forward to discussing five top reasons why marriage is good for us. Reason number one, it will make you happy. So for most, most people, the joys of single life and of divorce are overrated. Overall, um, 40% of married people compared with only about a quarter of singles um, or those who are cohabitating are saying that they are very happy with life in general. So we've got 40% of married people saying they're very happy and only a quarter of singles saying that they're very happy. Um, and married people are also only about half um, as likely as singles to say that they are unhappy with their lives. Um, so, and we might wonder, you know, how happy are the divorced people? And, and this might be a bold statement, but I'm just going to throw it out there anyway. If people divorce in order to be happy, as we are often told, the majority of people should just demand their money back. <laughs> so only about 18% of divorced adults say they're very happy. And divorced adults um, are twice as likely as married people to say that they are not too happy with life in general. And only a minority of divorcing adults go on to make marriages that are happier than the one they've left. And this is not just in the US or UK, it's a global phenomenon. And there was one recent study but by Stephen Stack and Jay Ross of 17 developed nations that found that married people have a significantly higher level of happiness than persons who are not married, even after including things like gender, age, education, children, financial satisfaction and health. Reasons number two, marriage is good for your mental health. Married men and women are less depressed, less anxious, less psychologically distressed than single, divorced or widowed people. By contrast, getting divorced lowers men and women's mental health, increasing depression, hostility, low confidence, lowering our self-esteem and a sense of personal satisfaction and life purpose. And this is not just a statistical, you could call it illusion. Um, researchers have tracked this topic for a number of years and they have tracked individuals as they move uh, towards marriage, find that it is not just that happy, healthy people marry. Instead, getting married gives individuals a powerful mental health boost. And uh, Nadine Marks and James Lambert looked at changes in the psychological health of a large sample of Americans in the late 80s and early 90s. They measured psychological well-being and then watched what happened to individuals over the next years as they married, remained single or divorced. And they've noticed that when people married, their mental health improved consistently 
and substantially. When people divorced, they suffered substantial deterioration in mental and emotional well-being, including increases of depression and declines in happiness. And those who divorced over this period also reported lower sense of personal mastery, less positive relationships with others, less feeling of a sense of purpose and life satisfaction, and lower levels of self-acceptance. Reason number three why being married is good for you. It's better for your physical health. Married people live longer and healthier lives. That is a fact. The power of marriage is particularly evident in the late middle age. And when a lady called Linda Waits um, analyzed mortality um, in a very large nationally representative sample, she found that a large marriage gap in longevity. So nine out of 10 married guys who are alive at 48 will make it to 65 compared with just six in 10 comparable single guys including things into consideration like race education and income for women the protective benefits of marriage weren't also powerful but they were not as large so nine out of ten wives who were alive at the age of 48 will become senior citizens, comparing with just 10 out of 10, uh, 8 out of 10, apologies, um, of divorced and single women. And a statistician called Bernard Cohen compiled a catalogue of relative mortality risks, and it places being unmarried as one of the greatest risks that people voluntarily subject themselves to. And having heart disease, for example, reduces a man's life expectancy by just under six years, while being unmarried chops almost 10 years of a man's life. Having a spouse lowers a cancer patient's risk of dying from the disease as much as being in the age category of 10 years younger. I think this is significant information here. So scientists who have studied immune functioning of our bodies in the lab laboratory found that happily married couples have better functioning immune system and divorced people even years after the divorce show much lower levels of immune system. Reason number four, your kids will be healthier and happier. So we often debate the institution of marriage um, and when we do our atten attention is often focused on the potential harm of children um, of the divorce couple. And obviously that is for good reason because there's tons of research that tell us that children reared outside of intact marriages are much more likely than other kids to slip into poverty, become victims of child abuse, fail at school, um, use illegal drugs, launch into premature sexual activity, commit suicide, divorce, or experience other signs of mental illness. Uh, on average, children reared outside of marriage are less successful in their careers 
And many of us know that, but I think it's important to highlight that children lead healthier, longer lives if parents do get married and stay married. And one long-term study that followed a sample of highly advantaged children up through their 70s and a parent's divorce knocked four years of the adult child's life expectancy. 40-year-olds from divorced home were three times more likely to die from all causes than 40 years old whose parents stayed married. This is huge. So 40 years old from divorced homes were three times more likely to die from all different causes. So divorce weakens also the bond between parents and children, as you would imagine it would. And adult children of a divorce describe their relationship with the mother and father far, far less positively. And the reason number five, you will earn more money. So men often, um, today's busy men often think that marriage has a, um, think of it as a consumption item. So it's a financial burden to provide for the family. But a broad and deep body of scientific literature suggests that for men especially, marriage is a productive institution, as important as education in boosting men's earnings. In fact, getting a wife may increase a, a male salary by about as much as a college education. And married men make, by some estimates, as much as 40% more money than comparable single guys. And married people not only make more money, they manage money better and they build more wealth together than either would alone. And at identical income levels, for example, married people are less likely to report economic hardship or trouble paying bills. And the longer you stay married, the more assets you build up together. Um, and couples who stay married often see their assets increase twice as fast as those who remain divorced over a five-year period. And at the end of this topic, I just want to mention that many of us wonder what proportion of unhappily married couple who stick together say that they are miserable. And the latest data shows that within five years, just 12% of very unhappily married couples who stick together are still unhappy. So only 12% of us who are originally very unhappy in our marriages are still unhappy after five years. Whereas 70% of the unhappiest couples now describe their marriage as very happy or quite happy. So I think that is also significant information here. And just as good marriages go bad, bad marriages go good and they have a better chance of doing so in a society that recognizes the value of marriage than one that signs the statistically dubious choice of divorce. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for joining me today. 
I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did enjoy it, why don't you subscribe or leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts? I would love to hear from you and see what you think. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. The link is below in the show notes. As usual, the notes from today's podcast episode are on our website, which is virtuallyunbreakable.bussprout.com. See you in the next episode of Virtually Unbreakable, where we will discuss how to build emotional resilience in men.